Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Can We Talk? I'm your host, Anthony Ray, and this is episode 93. We are seven episodes away from episode 100. I'm so excited because I have been aiming for this goal for the past two years, so we're almost there. And uh, thanks for all of the support for all my listeners out there. So first thing first, I need for everyone to go to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the podcast at Dad Can We Talk. If you only listen to the, the audio version of it, you can go to Apple Podcasts or you can go to Spotify and subscribe there. Uh, every subscriber counts. Every listen, every view counts. So I appreciate everyone that supports the podcast and um if you just want to find it simply you can easily just go to dadcanwetalk.com you'll find all the episodes streaming there and you'll also find the youtube channel on the website to make it easy for you and um okay so uh one more announcement uh i found out last week that i was chosen to be the father of the year for florida by the head start program so uh yeah it's been a pretty big month for me and um like i say i always say i just thankful i'm thankful i'm thankful for everyone that supports me it just it goes is i'm totally appreciative of everyone that's always in, in my corner for that and um so without further ado man i'm gonna get to today's guest he has played in movies like the wood how Stella got her groove back, Brown Sugar, and The Best Man Holiday. He's been nominated for multiple awards. I mean, there's countless awards out there he's been um, nominated for. He's won the NC NAACP Image Awards, um, the Screen Actors Guild Awards, and done so many great things in his career. But um, without further ado, man, I want you guys to welcome to Dad Can We Talk, Mr. Tay Diggs. How you doing, my man? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, it's, uh, it's good to be here. Thank you for that uh, that wonderful introduction, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to get right to it, man. So uh, my first question for you today, I want to know who were your leading male role models in your life as a child? Ooh, that's a good one. Um uh, I remember Sidney Poitier was somebody, my mother, uh, I was very close to my mother, and uh, she made it her business to make sure that I knew who he was and, and the, uh, the movies that he had done and his, um, his life, how he, I remember she made me read his, uh, his autobiography um, at an early age, um, and then of course, um, Denzel, obviously, mm, yeah. uh, he still he still continues to to uh, to wow and amaze me. Um, Andre Brower, mm. um, watching him in glory, did something for me, and uh, I mean, you know, the list the list goes on. Um, but you 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 can imagine being a, a young African American, you know, where we grew up, mm -hmm. you're automatically drawn. To the only black face, and then that black face becomes a role model. <laughs> so you know every every black every black character on every show that I that I grew up was was somewhat 
of a role model to me. So, um, you know, uh, fortunately things have changed at least to a certain degree, but, um, you know, I'm very, I'm very thankful to, uh, to those folks. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff, man. So how would you say that those relationships that you had with those men, how would you say that that has now translated over into, you know, your own relationship with your son? Um, oh, wait, as it, wait, were you asking me if they were role models as actors or as fathers? Oh, as like any father figures that you had growing oh, up. Oh, my bad. I thought you said as actors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Hey, that, that, that was a good list, though. That was a really good list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 well, uh, well, I had, I, I was, uh, my actual father had passed on. Um, uh, but my stepdad who raised me, I had a, a mixed relationship with him, but I tried to take the positive and leave the negative. Um, I'm trying to think, um, other than that, yeah, like my mother, <laughs> my mother <Yeah>. was, was, <laughs> uh, was the major, uh, just figure on, on both sides. Wow. And, and she, she was a teacher, right? Yes. Yes. That's she was. That's some good stuff. Okay, yeah, man, because and I like to ask that question because, you know, I just really like to see, you know, how men become the men that they become, you know, and I think it has everything to do with the men that we look up to growing up, you know, the men around us. All 100 percent. And in that case, you can use a lot of those people from from the first list, Mm. because that's how was that's how I was learning. You know, that was my, you know, my version of all this is what a cool black man looks like talks like acts like so you can you can still uh you can still kind of mix those actors uh you know put put them up uh, add them as ingredients in, in in that mix yeah so with all of that you know with the the actors that you looked up to and that you followed and the male role models that you did or didn't have in your life how has that influenced you now that you are a father to um to your own young man Ooh, that's interesting because um, right now with my son, I'm more. Um, I've learned to kind of take the energy that he gives to me mm. and play off that. Only because through experience and through you know watching other relationships and my own experiences, I think it's important to kind of, for me at least. Mm-hmm raise my child according to him as opposed to um having it be based on you know something that i've seen before because ah. so, for, for for example i was i was spanked as a child so mm. i think that i might then spank my child because it quote unquote worked for me yeah but, um, but that's not the case and based on you know how Walker interacts with me, I don't need to. And mm. I probably won't ever. Yeah. But that's but that's the uh that's the main thing um that I'm trying to focus on. No offense to to you know all of the the people my age and their parents, they did an amazing job, you know, hopefully the best they they could. But a, a lot of how I feel, a lot a lot of how they raised us. Um, you know, wasn't, wasn't um, necessarily um, serving us. Mm. Um, we're finding that out the older we get, um, 
with, with fear and shame mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, a false, you know, sense of ego and pride. Um, so, you know, when I'm raising Walker, I'm, I'm, I'm trying at least to, to be thinking of him instead of, you know, what I think he needs, you know. That's some good stuff. And how old is he? Oh, Walker's 13. 13, 13. Oh, so you got a teenager on your hand. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, um, I want to take it back with him. You know, what was your first reaction that you had when you found out that you were about to become a father? Like, what was that first thing that ran through your mind? Um, it was it was so surreal. It was so surreal. Um, I was less concerned about his um sex than I was not being able to um to recognize or really um define how intense the the love I felt for this this new person. Mm. You know, I had never he's my first kid and you know, I'd fallen fallen in love with girlfriends and my then wife and you know, my mom. But what I was feeling for this kid was unlike a feeling I had ever felt. Mm. And uh and that was foreign. It was foreign to me and it was it was frightening. Especially when we brought him home and and I would go off to work and, and not know what what he was doing, not not being in, in, in control. And just as a person, as a human being, I am a control freak and and you know not no 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 matter what I thought I could do, you know, I could, once he fell asleep and once I fell asleep, who knows what could happen, you know. Mm. It was eight hours. That that was tripping tripping me out for a while. So I had to make that that, that was the most that was a major adjustment I had to make. Mm. Hey, that's an understandable thing right there, man. Trust me, I got uh -huh. three of them. Oh wow. Yeah, I can't <laughs> yeah. Even <imagine>. yeah. <laughs> so uh from my understanding, you know, reading up on you, man, you know, so once you had that child, you know, I know that you had trouble sleeping and you had an experience with insomnia. I want you to uh talk about that uh that how that had an effect on your experience as a father. Sure. Well, um, you know, first off, I just I just want to uh, acknowledge, you know, with 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 a lot of us, a lot of African Americans, there's a stigma attached to to getting help or to mm. going to a doctor or, you know, um, choosing to, you know, to take a prescription. Mm -hmm. And this was one of those times for me where, you know, after my son was born, I had uh, anxiety with, you know, not knowing how long he would sleep and how many hours of sleep I would get before going to work. Um, because as you, you, you can imagine, as an actor, I need mm -hmm. to look good. I need to be focused. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I need to, my, my energy level needs to be at a certain point. And, uh, and when I didn't get a good night's sleep, it was, it was trash. Mm -hmm. So from that point on, I started just, you know, looking for certain energy drinks and, you know, aspirins with caffeine in it and um, teas and coffees and just so I could maintain and get through the day. Uh, and it wasn't until coming recently uh, where, you know, my son actually brought it to my attention that you know, he could see a difference in just how much energy I had with him mm. after my work day and how, you know, how engaged I was or, um, 
you know, how, how energetic, you know, we were when we were doing whatever it was we were doing. And, uh, and that, that affected me because regardless of, of it being, you know, the end of the workday, I wanted that time with him, you mm -hmm. know, to be the best, the best it could. So that's when I, I went to a doctor and said, you know, is this a thing? Um, and he said, it was a thing. It's, it's called insomnia. And I, you know, I was one of these people that thought insomnia, well, I thought the people who had insomnia didn't sleep for the whole night. I thought these were people yeah. that just could not sleep ever. And they yeah. were walking around looking like zombies. And, um, and that's not what it is, you know. Um, for me, I would, I would get to sleep, but then I would wake up every, every day, you know, uh, in between like three and five and not know whether I was going to get back to sleep again. Mm. So um, my doctor introduced QVivic to me and he said, give this a try. Um, he made me aware of the side effects because, you know, these uh, prescriptions sometimes have them and, you know, see, see how you do. And I was able to, uh, you know, I was able to get to sleep, but then even more importantly, uh, stay asleep and wake up, you know, um, ready for the day because, you know, with a lot of these sleep aids, you know, you can wake up groggy and drag, drag that grogginess with you and it can affect it still can end up affecting your work day, mm -hmm. regardless of how much sleep you got. Um, so I've been cool, you know, ever since. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I see a difference in just how aware I am at work. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and more importantly, just I can, I can be uh, on my ones and twos when I'm, when I'm with Walker. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older and he's getting stronger, so I need, I need my energy. <laughs> Uh, now yeah. more than ever. So, uh, so you know, that's that's just an example of, of of us as a people, kind of overcoming the fear of of asking for help and not mm -hmm. just trying to to self medicate. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as you can kind of apply in any type of situation. The more options you have, the better. That's just common sense. It doesn't mean you have to use them, but you know, to 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 make the more options, you know, that you have accessible to yourself, you know, it's, it, it only has a, it's only positive. That's some good stuff right there, man. You know, for my listeners out there, you heard what he said, do not be afraid to ask for help because, you know, as, especially as dads, you know, there's so much pressure that's up that we're always up against, you know, even pressure from within, you know, that we put on ourselves, you know, I know that's something that I do. You know, I put so much pressure on myself to be there and to do this and do that and always pushing myself at times. I can skip out on getting rest, you know, because I feel like I'm going to miss something, mm -hmm. you know. And um, yeah, that's some good stuff right there, man. Thank you, sir. I, I, I want you to talk about how do you, you know, with you being an actor, you know, you now a father to a teenage, a teenager um you know more than sure you got friends and family and just trying to deal with things within your own self how do you balance work and family and life and all of that stuff how do you balance all of that i'm i'm, I'm still trying to figure that out um but for me it's uh it's uh it's 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 touch and go you know what i mean like mm. Uh, you know, I, I, as I said, I'm a control freak. So mm. um, 
when it comes to certain situations, uh, and I have to say, I have a really great, uh, the, the, the mother of, of my son is amazing with how much she does with just keeping him, you know, on schedule and then keeping me aware. And I got a great, you know, great assistant, uh, Troy Brookins, shout out to him. These cats keep me on, on in line because I would be, I wouldn't exist if it weren't for these people. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I try to control, you know, uh, how much time I have for him and what kind of jobs I take. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so even when that happens, um, you never know what can happen. So uh, I make sure to, that I have my priorities straight. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not judging anyone, but but my family is, is a major priority. So I don't feel comfortable taking jobs, you know, that aren't close to my son. Yeah. Um, so that's something that just can can make me feel better. Um, mm. And then from from that point on, just kind of taking it, taking it as it comes, and, and going going trusting myself and and going on um on how it feels and, and how uh, and how how Walker feels. You know, I'm an adult, so there are people yeah. out there that say, you know, you got to take time for yourself and you know. Um, Put yourself first. Um, I think uh, you know. It, it depends on what the situation is because he's developing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, I think uh, you know, for me, I'm choosing to put him first because I know what it's like mm. to have not been put first, and 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 the effects. I'm still feeling those effects now. Wow. You know yes, I mean? sir. Um, and I'm an adult, so I can deal with you know not going out, not going out for a night. Or yeah. skipping this award show, or you know, not not taking this gig that shoots in Australia, where I'll be gone mm -hmm. for six months. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with that. So, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's what I'm choosing. And uh, and you know, for 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 the ton for the tons of times that I suck as a dad, you know, I can look look on those moments, and they can kind of lift me up, and I can I can feel better about myself. Mm. Yes, yeah, sir. Listen, you're preaching to me. <laughs> you preaching to me, man. Hey, um, if you could sit down, you know, and have a conversation how you and I are doing right now with the 18-year-old version of Tay, and if you could look that young man in his eyes and give him one piece of advice going forward, knowing everything that you know today, what would you tell him? Uh run to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because 18 was right when I thought I was just learning enough. Um, I thought I was slick. You know what I mean, I thought I knew people, you know, um, I thought I could read people. Um, and I could, but uh, but the uh that was that was the age where where I thought I was figuring things out. And in so many cases, you know, I I wasn't and I was just kind of lining myself up. Um doing um starting really bad habits you mm. know um, um making gross uh you know assumptions um basing things on you know how things have been in my life as opposed to accepting other people's situations and not comparing um you know using the the uh using what had served me you know coming from a family where where there was trauma thinking that I knew what I needed to do to move forward based on the trauma that I had been through, 
you know, thinking that that was the, the, the only way to move towards life in life, you know, so that, that, that a lot, a lot, a lot of my struggles, um, I think could have been, uh, you know, I, I, I could have been a lot easier on myself if I had, you know, gone to therapy and had some help with that. Mm. Well, again, man, you're preaching to me. Stop preaching to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So my last question here, my last question is if you could give any other advice to uh, dads out there that might listen to this, my hitters, um, what would you say to them if you could just give them one piece of advice? Ooh, um, oh, you know what I would say? Um, because especially, I think most fathers do this. Um, and, a, and a lot of times, um, in my experience, I see African-American fathers, black fathers. Um, you know, when your child is complaining or crying to you or calling out for help, mm. um, we're so quick to say, don't cry, you know, buck up, man up, you know. Mm. Um, and I understand that, but uh, I think it's really important to let the child know that they are being heard and that whatever, you know, they are coming to you about, it's, it's, it's valid, mm. you know, because that's where, that's where kids are learning that they're not important or that they should shut up when they feel a certain way. You know, you can use context and say, okay, well, you know, crying in the middle of this basketball game might not be that I get that you feel this way, but you're going to hold up the game. It might mess up the teams, you know, the, 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 the energy of the team. So, but, but to let them know that it's okay. And that whatever their issue is, that it's valid. You know what I mean? We grow up, you know, black parents saying, if you don't, if you don't stop crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Mm. Like when you really break that down, can I cuss on this on this on, oh, on this man, podcast? Go ahead. Let it go. When you break that up, it's <laughs> fucked up. Because you are saying to the child, I don't care about what you're crying about. And not only will I not care, I'm gonna beat you for not being able, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, so instead of you know listening to a child um and then dealing with it, um, I think it's uh, 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 I mean I think we need to do that more. Listen and then and then let the let the kid know that whatever they're 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 concerned about is that you understand it. Mm -hmm. How you deal with it, that's something else. But I think that's the major thing. That was that was long winded, and I apologize. Man, no, listen, that was, it, it, and I I got to tell you this because I had a situation like that about two days ago with my with my youngest daughter, and uh, she was crying, and you know I was just so tired and. You know, I was home with the kids by myself all weekend and um, I was just stressed out. And, of course, of course. you know, she was just crying, crying, crying. And I said that I'm just like, listen, I need for you to stop crying or else I'll give you something to cry about. And, yeah. you know, and when I said it, it was like instantly I'm like, oh, I just talked with my friend about this, about blowing up on the kids and. Every time I feel that way, it's always something within me. It's nothing, really nothing wrong with the kids. It's right. just that I'm stressed out and I have things that I need to deal with within myself. And at times as parents, 
we'll end up taking it out on the kids when they're just being kids. You know, yeah. she's five years old. You know, she's just crying. And, you know, I could have easily diffused this situation by just saying, hey, talk to me. Because I've right. done that before. And right, it always right. works. But it's right. just having that patience, man. That's so yeah. important. Right. But then that's not easy, man. That's not easy. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy. So you got to keep that. We have to keep that in mind. Um, and this, this is what I tell myself when I have one of those moments. I think as a child, it's also good for them to see us in all, you know, different, from all different perspectives. Mm. So even those times when you think that you have quote unquote failed, that can be good for the child because they see how you move. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it, it informs, you know, how they move. Oh, daddy did this. It made me feel this way. But the next time daddy did this and it, oh, okay so it's okay for people to to not always be perfect or you know um uh, um be inconsistent that's a part of life so that's what i tell myself when yeah, i have this true. moment but it's not easy yeah it's man. not easy and we can only do so much so you know you're, you're, you're gonna have good days and then you're gonna have days where you struggle more and you know we're, we're, we're dealing with it yes sir yes sir well, hey, man, you know, I don't want to hold up too much of your time. You know, this was I think this was a good interview. Oh, um, I appreciate it. Great, great responses. You know, you helped me out. You know, I always tell people that, Dad, can we talk? I've made it for others to hear. Right. But more than anything, it's about me. I'm trying to learn as a dad. And um, every time I bring a dad on, I'm trying to look for that thing that I can, you know, hold on to and put in my own you know, on my own too, belt yeah. as a dad. Right, right. Good for you, man. Good for you. That's that's huge to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, my man, you know, I just we'll we'll end it there. Um, oh, I, man, I appreciate your time. You know, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to sit and talk with you, man. And uh, I just hope that you continue to do what you're doing. You know, uh, continue to be a great dad. Continue to be a great role model for our community. And uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you, sir. You too. It's very important. It's very important. So uh, please continue. Take care of yourself, sir. I sure will, man. For all my listeners out there, man, you know, we're out. It's Dad Can We Talk, episode 93 with Tay Diggs. We're out of here. Peace. All right, now. They be good.